0: Good morning, Anchorland. It's Brian here at My Mental Download. I, <laughs> I was gonna start with tragedy struck today, and it's tragic to me. It's not tragic to anyone else, but uh, I was uh, washing out the French press this morning, and I, I lost focus for like a second, which proves you should never lose focus when you're making coffee, most important meal of the day. Uh, I cracked the, uh, rim of the French press. And, uh, there's glass all the place I'm cleaning up glass. <sighs> Don't worry, folks. I understand immediately you're hitting the call in button and you are like, Brian, how can I get you coffee? Do not worry, folks, because I make <laughs> coffee in it anyway. Uh, so if I have glass shards in my throat, and uh, it's uh, because coffee is more important than my health. Uh, <laughs> wow, when I say it out loud, it just sounds terrible. I have some call-ins today, and I have uh, something I want to echo and then respond to, because I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't completely wrapped my head around it, but I definitely want to get on it. Uh, also, if you are listening and you have not sent in a laser mode, Uh, so I can put it together for Kevin, Uh, please do so. I will re-echo that as well. Thank you, everybody. Hope your Tuesday is starting off better than mine uh, as tragedy, and I'm doing a very dramatic pose, uh, has struck my household this morning. Thank you for your support.
1: Hey there, how's it going? I just wanted to call in real quick and say thank you for the favorite, and uh, thank you for the positive feedback, About uh, helping my brother. I'm definitely going to make him earn my time. Because I have a lot of fairly aggressive goals myself. And I want to make sure that. I don't help him develop a system in a way that where he requires my time and attention to continually run it. Um, But I really feel like gamers miss out because they don't approach building a gaming community. Like bloggers and podcasters have for the last like 10 years or so. So I'm really just going to copy that model of engagement and collaboration and apply it to the gaming world. Um, it just seems pretty basic. So I'll uh, keep you posted with updates, and uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit more about this in depth.
0: Thank you for the call in, Beast, within you. Uh, regarding community engagement with gamers, I, I think it's easy to go after someone that I despise, like PewDiePie. And see that they have like a billion followers and making millions of dollars. But I think what you need to do is is maybe um, do some, I don't want to call market analysis, but if you look at somebody, say like my friend uh, Zero Doxy, okay? That's X Y on Twitch. Um, she'll sit there and she'll have, you know, she'll have the emoticons. She will talk to her audience. She will joke with them. She will... Um, you know, engage with them in ways that I haven't really seen much on Twitch. But then, um, you know, I, I think that the, maybe you could uh, take a look at her and see how she does it. And I'm not saying that she's the, you know, boilerplate that you need to use. But in terms of, um, you know, gaming and, uh, you know, interacting with your audience, I think, uh, you know, maybe start with her and take a look at what she's doing. That's just a thought uh let me know what you think and absolutely you want to uh let's do a call and we'll be happy to talk about it i love talking about gaming Uh, it's a huge passion of mine so yeah let's get to it thank you ms Meliz, for that call in a quick funny story i ended up echoing it twice because the second i saw that i had a shout out i clicked the echo button and then i listened and then i finished listening i went oh she's asking me a question Uh, So I'm echoing it again so I can respond uh, to your question. Uh, Not that you don't. uh, I mean, you totally deserve uh, uh, double echoing because you are awesome and I love your content. All right. Friendship. I am, I guess I'm a little bit like you. I don't move people up in categories of friendship very easily. Uh, I would say... You know, I mean, I have people who are work friends and acquaintances and uh, internet friends that uh, you know they they kind of stay in that territory for the rest of your life. Um, I have plenty of people that I've met on the internet that are my friends. Uh, they um, you know like when they're near me or in town or whatever. I mean, we go out for a meal, we have a great time. Um, you know, if I near there where they live, I, we go out to a meal, we have a great time, uh, and so that so forth and so on. I would say the next group would be like a group of close friends. Uh, You know, those are the people that I would confide in, uh, let a little bit more of myself out. Now, quick sidebar uh, as a part of my therapy about opening up more to people, I would say that that barrier is breaking down, that that group may be just sort of melding into other groups. Because if I'm I think one of the reasons why I have so many quote-unquote groups is, um, you know, one of the things that I deal with is imposter syndrome. That if somehow they figure out who I really am, bah, bah, wah, that's it. They're going to leave me or go screaming into the night. So, uh, but as far as BFFs, uh, i never been big on the term. I've always felt like I was always a little too old for that term uh, like it, like it was after my time. Uh, I only have, I would say about five and one is my brother and Mm. one is my wife. Uh, so I don't even think that they count. Well, I mean, they count, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, people I can really confide in that really know who I am. Uh, you know, I mean, we're talking about a handful of people. I mean, it's, these are the people who are closest in my life. They're, you know, I have a couple of them that I actually called my brother, even though they're not related to me. You know, the kind of people that when they call you drive six hours. Like that's it. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I have to go. We have to we have to do whatever it takes. Uh the kind of people that I volunteer to move, help move. And I am not the volunteer to move kind of guy. So I'm not sure this really answered your question, but those are my thoughts on friendship and or at least how I Um, deal with friends, not deal with friends. That's not how it is, uh, what I mean, but, uh, I think friendship's a tough thing and I'm not sure we all understand, I guess the term is definitely changing. I think that that's something we all need to accept that, um, it's almost like slacktivism, you know, uh someone puts something up on Facebook and instead of actually engaging you just scroll by click like and you keep scrolling and you click like and you keep scrolling and and somehow that's friendship uh, that's one of the things I like about anchor is there's a lot of um, and there's almost a need for uh, calling into other people's stations letting them know your ideas and what they what you think so this sort of got a little bit long winded and maybe, you know, if you want, we can do a call and talk about friendship overall. And I, I think maybe, you know, we need to both evolve uh, as the ter- as how friendship evolves online and how, um, you know, people who are the, the young folk uh, are how they uh, deal with friendship. And then we can then help influence them. To help them understand that friendship is more than you know. Ooh, do I pick? Ooh, do I pick the thumbs up, or should I pick the ha ha? Ooh, I don't know. Like that should not be your big your big friendship decision. You know, uh, it should be. Wow, this person looks like they're really hurting. I should really reach out to them. Uh, so those sort of things. Anyway, sounds like my five minutes are up. Uh, if you want to talk more, absolutely give me a call and we'll continue talking. Thanks, everybody.
2: Hi, this is Maria, and absolutely, we are all part of each other's journey. It's just such a fantastic thing that we can bounce this energy off each other out here on the airwaves, no matter where we are on the planet. I love it. I love it. Have you seen that new woman here on Anchor from Japan? She is great, and um The people all over the place, we are all helping each other. And I absolutely agree with you. It's teaching the next generation what is not okay. For instance, when I'm talking about the me too stuff with the sexual assault, harassment kind of stuff, or whether it's teaching them how to say yes to being kind and forgiving, compassionate, tolerant, not to build walls around ourselves, or our communities, to block out people. We absolutely want to help each other to evolve as a human race, right? And one of the things that I like to talk about in a lot of my stuff is, I don't say the word, but you know what it is, that collective consciousness And the better that we can make that stronger for the next generation, oh, my God, humanity will just improve. And I try not to use big, scary words like that too much. I want to talk on a friendly, you know, approachable way. And that's why I'm kind of loving my station. I love presenting the information and the feelings and the truth in any way that can resonate with people. Thank you so very much for paying attention to my station and for supporting it. And I am supporting you, too. Thank you. Thank you. Keep broadcasting.
0: Thank you, Maria, for giving me this wonderful call-in and uh, for basically taking what my long-winded speech and uh, condensing it into something that was uh, much more manageable and more eloquent. I think. I think so many times we forget that we're all human, uh, and that each of us need a lift occasionally. With the polarization that happens in our society, it just—it's so easy to lose sight of that each of us, uh, from time to time, needs someone to step up and help them up. And that doesn't necessarily mean financially or emotionally. It can mean any of those things or all those things. And if we just look, we can see the human in each of us and be able to respond, hopefully be able to respond in a way that is befitting of being a role model for the next generation. All right. Thanks again for the call in and we'll talk to you next time.
3: I want to know who was teaching you this these things and where had they been did you actually know that Greenwich is in London so Greenwich is actually within London itself so it's um I guess Greenwich is a small town but it's a part There used to be what's called inner London and outer London and they used to both have separate well they still do have separate telephone numbers um, inner London's 0207 the code and out of London's 0208. So there's like a, a, not a very large inner London, almost a square mile. I think they might call it. And then there's all the surrounding counties and areas kind of thing. So Greenwich is only from the center of London. It's only probably about a mile and a half. I hope it wasn't geography that you were being taught.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, Simon, that is fascinating. No, I did not know that. Uh, I always thought that Greenwich was its own town. Uh, or, you know, like it had its own local, I hate these use word local government, but you know, like that it's incorporated separately from London. Uh, I was not, a, I was not aware that it was actually inside the city limits. Now uh, it's interesting. Now I used to live in a city called Cincinnati and strangely enough, inside the city limits, like there were cities or city around it. There was actually, um, there was actually a town. There's actually a town called Norwood. In fact, there's a couple of towns that are actually entirely within the city limits of Cincinnati, but are separate incorporated separately from them. So uh, perhaps maybe that's what's happening. I, d- I don't know, but I, I was under the impression. Uh, now mind you, again, I was 12. so I could have I could have heard wrong or it's all entirely possible that my teacher may have, you know, simplified things so that uh, my uh, growing intelligence, would would pick up on it, but uh, thank you for the correction. I now know. Uh, I do. I always. I always appreciate learning new things, and I do. I'm one of those people who are kind of nerdy when it comes to geography. I really like geography. It's strange. Um, I like maps. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's a weird admission to make uh, on a funny call in uh, from a great guy. Thanks, Simon. It is absolutely
3: saddening and stigma when I hear that a shooting or act of terrorism or sometimes some of these things can be seemingly, seemingly continuously blamed on mental health. Like nobody else could ever commit a crime but those with a mental health condition because we are all mad. That's what we are. We are all mad. And that is stigma. And that's part of the reason why some people do not ask for help, why they do not speak up, why they do not tell employers. And it just leaves a bit of a maligned group in society. It is very, very frustrating when I I read the headline, person with PTSD, bipolar, etc, etc, kills 15 people and the like.
0: Thank you for that, Colin, Simon. I, I appreciate that you had both a uh, humorous uh, call-in and a more serious call-in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm also deeply disturbed when people automatically attribute uh, to mental health. And I think you make an excellent point that because of these kind of actions and these statements, we continue to stigmatize what it means to have a mental illness, and I also think you make a good point that mental illness does have a bit of a spectrum to it, and um, we're all kind of on it in some degree or form or fashion. Um, I did just make a call into someone because I maybe I misunderstood. Uh, but basically, the way they the way it sounded why well, their segment sounded that uh, happiness is a switch, and you just have to flip it, which to me is the absolute worst thing you could ever say to someone who has mental illness, because believe me, if I could flip a switch, I would it would be nice to not carry some of the burdens that I carry each and every day, but who knows maybe uh I'm hopefully I misunderstood him and he will respond. So thanks a lot, and I hope you're doing well. Have a good day. Hello, Jennifer. I'm uh, echoing your segment and then putting in my addition uh, for the weekly challenge. Now, I originally wanted to do Let's Dance by David Bowie, but that was already taken, so I'm throwing out into the mix Dancing With Myself by Billy Idol. Uh, it's just one of those songs that... Uh, you just, like, even even if you are in a place and, you you know, you can't really dance or you can't, you know, you're a little restricted, you still kind of bob your head a little bit, you know. Uh, you got to get, uh, it gets you moving. So, that's my ad- addition, addition, not sure why I said it like that, to your weekly music challenge. Going to add it, uh, the song, right now.
4: Down to London towns and go, go, With the record selection and the mirror reflection I'm a dancing all with my set. When there's no one else inside, in the crowd and lonely night. Well, I wait so long for my love vibration, and I'm dancing all with my dancing all with myself I-I'm dancing all with my set. When there's nothing to lose, and there's nothing to ruin. Myself. So let's sink another drink, cause it'll give me time to think. If I have a chance, I'd as a woman to dance, and I'll be dancing I'll be dancing with myself. need time to think. If I had the chance I'd ask a woman to dance And I'll be dancing with myself Dancing with myself